everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Everything Design Show. Today I have uh, Cor Kersing with us. Uh, she is an artist, an illustrator. Um, she was the creative director. She is the creative director of the Bubble Tea Factory. Some of you may remember that uh, started uh, as of the fourth quarter of last year. And she's also mm-hmm. the co-founder of El Manso. Um, and she has uh, co- she has done an artist residency at Studio Kura in Japan and held a solo exhibition uh, over there. Uh, and today she's with us today. So um, hi, hello, hi, Kersing, how are you? Hello. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Um, so just a quick, um, I guess a, a background. You know how I got uh, connected to to cursing was actually through a mutual connection. Uh, mm. One of our friends, uh, Elvin, uh, connected us, and um, you know I think the the work that she she's she's been doing with um, Bubble Tea Factory and her own uh, company El Manso was was quite interesting, um, but. Um, the only the other reason also why I I I, I asked um, invited um, uh, cursing over was actually her journey uh, into being an, an artist and an illustrator because actually her degree that she did um, you know um, you know before becoming an artist and illustrator and before the residency was actually in business so maybe uh, cursing you want to give us a quick introduction of yourself and maybe tell us a little bit on that that journey that you've you've been on so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so actually a lot of people ask me this question. Yeah. Uh, I think they are actually very shocked that I'm not trained in art or design or even my business school uh, university classmates, right? Uh, when they heard of my career switch, they were actually very shocked because they didn't know that I actually have an interest in arts. And because I always promote like the bubbly factory on my social media, they thought that I'm still selling bubble tea. So it's actually quite funny. Um, so I actually graduated from business school in Singapore and eventually I got a job in marketing. So I think as a f- fresh grad, whatever I was in, like the company, the environment, my colleagues, um, everything was good for me. But um, personally, right, I think that something is lacking. It's not that the work is not meaningful or rewarding, but I just feel that something is lacking inside me. Like, uh, maybe this is not something that I want. So as I dig further, then I realize that, oh, actually, what I wanted to pursue has always been the arts. Um, maybe because I was exposed to arts uh, at a very young age. So, like, my mom always uh, bring me to, like, art competitions, drawing competitions. Um, it's not that they forced me to, but they realized that I just like drawing. So why not I just, you know, uh, try out these competitions. And so surprisingly, I won some of the competitions. So I think that gave me the confidence to pursue art when I became like 23 years old, like after 20, after maybe 15 plus years. Um, so besides arts, I was also exposed to music. So I was in a Chinese orchestra since primary school. So I think I was trained in music for around 10 years. So I think it is something that has always been with me, but I didn't realize that. So uh, throughout the years of schooling, I didn't know that pursuing art can be a career. So I was good in math and science, and I thought that I should pursue that. 
uh, as a career. But in the end, I realized that that not that is not something that I want. So I think it's so, it's important to remember what you like. Uh, what you like, what you are good at, and don't forget that like throughout the journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. No. That's 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 very. I mean, a lot of people. Um. I think uh, 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 you know, I think many people would say, oh yes, let, you know, let's let's work on our passions, um, mm-hmm. you know, and if you can find something that you like doing, you won't have to work a day in your life, right? Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I think I think that's that's it's very it's very good that you you have been able to, I think, find that um, you know what you really like to do and you know fill that empty void that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And then I think um, so when you when you did your artist residency at Studio Kura, right? I think that was part of that journey that you were taking to to find the, mm. the path for yourself. Um, were there other options in terms of a of an artist residency, or was that something? Or was was that specific artist residency the one that you you all you 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 decided at a very early stage? Oh, actually, because I'm not trained. Art or design, right? Mm. So the first thing I thought about was why not I get myself trained mm-hmm. in something. So I was actually googling for some courses online, uh, but they are very specific course like summer programs like in certain universities that uh, they are available online. Um, but at the same time, I also chance upon like artist residency programs. So it's something that's very new to me. I didn't know about it. So as I Google further, then I realized that, oh, actually, uh, this is actually very common among artists. So it's a space where uh, they can just experiment whatever they, they want to do, apart from the style or the medium that they have been using, or just simply do, uh, working on their personal projects. So I realized that uh, instead of going through like a formal training, probably this is the better starting point for me as I began my artist journey. And I realized that uh, this artist residence program is more relaxed in terms of curriculum. Mm. Uh, it's more of a self-exploration journey that you are in and you just pick the right environment uh, to, to make sure that you go through that experience. Mm. So with this particular uh, artist residency, um, mm. how, can you maybe can you describe the um, what would your day to day work be or, or how what was the learning process like because you're saying that it's very different from you going to a summer school or mm-hmm. taking modules at a design school or art school right mm-hmm. how what was your your day to day activities like and how was the learning process for you mm, I think uh, one of the interesting thing is that you actually get to meet artists from all over the world. So uh, I think all of us have similar goals. So you get to stay together with them. And I just simply learn from them. I, yeah, so I think that living process, like how they think, uh, their perspective has helped me a lot. And I realized that it's actually not that complicated. Like some people want to become like maybe a doctor or marketer or whatever occupation, right? We tend to overthink. So now that uh, I want to become an artist. It's actually not that different from other occupation. Yeah, because it's something that's very new to me. I thought that oh, uh, it must be something special behind it. But it's actually just like any other career. Uh, it's more of how much you want to pursue that. So I think it's more of like a perspective mm. insight that I gained from them. Uh, I think one of the interesting 
interesting thing from this Studio Korea residency program is that uh, they also offer you an opportunity to exhibit your work. So uh, from that small exhibition, you get to interact with locals and sort of learn the process of setting up a simple exhibition from scratch. Uh, you have to find materials, make sure that the lighting are okay. So I think that gave me uh, the first-hand experience of how to set up the exhibition because I didn't have any portfolio to begin with, like a student, like a design or art student would have in their school. So I think that was something very new to me, and it's, it's still something that I think about it, like till today. Mm. Yeah, I mean the I think the challenge of design school and art school is is about learning that process, you know, of mm-hmm. of how to get the work done, how to put the work out, how to create the work even. Uh and I think, you know, doing an, an art exhibition or, or or even a general design exhibition, there's a lot of logistics behind that as well, mm. right? Um then just 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 to touch on that, um, you know, do you think do you feel that, you know, having that exhibition um and you know, did that? Do those skills help you to? Were, were they transferable to your later projects, like the bubble tea design, uh, bubble tea factory? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think it's mo- it's not really the technical skills because I think technical skills you go anywhere, you can get yourself trained. I think it's more of the the unseen. Mm. Uh, I get more confidence of running an exhibition. And I realized that, oh, it's actually not very hard or difficult. It's not that uh, it's very simple, but it's more like you don't have to complicate uh, inside your thinking. Uh, I think it's that that helps me to push on and take up projects that I've not, I, I don't have any experience in. I think it's more fun in this way because going into things blind, I think most of the things that we go through, usually we don't know what are the consequences. So I think that's something that I've learned and and through that I get to enjoy the process even more. Mm, definitely. Um I think um with this so I just want to finish off on the 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 the, the studio resident the artist residency <laughs> at Studio Cora. Um because I think that's something is very, very interesting and it's actually very new to me. I mean, I'm, I come from a um the background in terms of my knowledge of education systems, right? Very traditional, you go to school, you go to uni. Um but this kind of artist residency is, is, is very new to me. Um if someone wanted to go and do an artist residency, for example, at, at Studio Cora, um and you know they were thinking about it as compared to going to a traditional school um what were, what what are some of the factors that 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 a person would need to consider you know like maybe con- potentially like mm. like price or um you know are there or or, or or going to to a different country are there other fact are there these factors that that um that went through your mind you know while you were thinking of of of, of deciding whether to go to studio kura uh um i think I think one thing that differentiates Studio Kura from other residency program is the opportunity to exhibit your work. Mm. So I think that was the top, uh, uh, top point that mm. why I choose uh, Studio Kura. Actually, in Singapore, I realized that after I come back from Japan, then I realized that oh, in Singapore there are so uh, artist residency programs that are available, uh, and, and I think that I think that would become more common now as compared to 
last time. So uh, other, other than exhibition, I guess it's more like what you want. Uh, because for me, I think connection with other artists is also very important. So I think that's why I decided on a residency program. And residency program tends to be more short term. So the commitment at the start is lower overall as compared to enrolling yourself into like a three-month program. Yeah, so I think that would be good for people who are still trying to figure out. Uh, but when you apply for such residency program, they will also require you to submit your portfolio. So I just drew like a few illustrations that I thought uh, it represented me at that point in time and they like it. So they just accepted, accepted me into the program. So I think you still have to go through that selection process and through the selection process, you sort of reflect over whether is this something that you really want or not. Then you don't uh, apply blindly. Uh, and through that process, you realize that you will, you will sort of confirm whether is this a decision that you want. Yeah. So I think if this is something that you really want, you should go for it and, and get yourself enrolled into the program. Yeah. I mean, I think for people who are new to this kind of uh, type of, of learning environment. I think if you are mm. keen, you know, definitely, you know, it's also it's news to me, you know, about, you know, in Singapore, there are um, local artist residency programs as well. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely have to go and research more on that mm. and learn more about, about that. And I'm sure around Southeast Asia, there are also a few. Uh, mm. And, you know, if you, you want to explore, you know, into other countries, the Western countries as well, I'm sure there are also many different ones as well, right? Yeah. Um. So, um. Uh, moving into um, a little bit about the the bubble tea factory. I mean, this mm-hmm. was this was a huge, huge uptaking, a huge event. You know, in uh mm-hmm. that that started out last year. Uh, and you know, when I first saw the your 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 photos that you were showing me your renders, I was mm-hmm. in my mind, I was like. Oh my gosh! This is a huge, you know, huge yeah. program, and it's a huge project. So yeah, maybe um you can maybe if you don't mind sharing, you know, what was the, the 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 process? You know, I mean, what was the conversations that 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 started? You know, between yourselves and 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 the the the, the other members of the team to really get this thing going and up and running. Hmm. Um, I think the reason is very simple. Like we simply wanted to create a happy space that people can enjoy in, or for people to escape from the mundane. So through that, I think visitors can come into the space, uh, lost in the moment, have fun, and create happy memories with their friends or families. So this is the idea behind it. Uh, of course, why we choose bubble tea? I think bubble tea is something that. Uh, we ourselves really love and we talk about it every day and I think some of us even consider it as a national drink right so that's why we decided that oh actually I think bubble tea is the direction that we should go because at that point in time we were also exploring other concepts and I realized that I think bubble tea is something that we should go for it uh, because it's something that we like so it's very easy uh, for us to create like installations then after that then we realized Oh, actually, once you learn about the mechanics, you realize that it's not that easy to uh, to execute it. Mm. So I think with this simple like mindset, uh, and this mindset is actually very important at the start because when you go through like the tough decision process at the end, uh, you start to question yourself why you're doing this, right? Uh, I think the reason will fall back again. So I think 
that reason is very important for you to push through the process. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, I think that's definitely something that um needs to be remembered now. Whenever we're doing creative projects, which is what is the reason that we're doing this project? And I think, mm-hmm. you know, now that I hear it, you know, to say that you're telling me, you're telling us that the reason was, you know, we wanted to create a happy space. And, mm. you know, um, whatever whatever format or whatever um, theme that, 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 that came out of it, the core goal was still going to be you know, creating a happy space that people can can mm. can 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 get away from that mundane life. Um. So so I mean, you know, with with this whole happy, you know, this 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 whole um place happy place that you've been you were creating. Um. And I think you mentioned some of the difficult parts, right, of building mm. the bubble tea factory. Um. What were some of the 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 challenges that 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 you faced? You know, to to create such a such a huge event escape. Um. I think, firstly, um, is that I think such concept is still very new in the market. So even when you ex uh ex- explain this concept to like experienced vendors you realize that, oh, it's not something that they are familiar with. Because uh, it's still something very new. So I think at the start, explaining what this entire concept about uh, was actually quite challenging itself. Yeah, till people see the end result, they realize, oh, this is something that we have been talking about for the past few months. They realize, yeah, that's that's the thing that we have have been talking about. Uh, Because different people have different visualization of the image or even the sketches or renders. So that itself still cannot really explain uh, on its own. People tend to see the end result and and then they will understand what it is. So that part was actually quite challenging. But uh, I think as we confirm the ideas along uh, along the way, there were also some logistic uh, challenge that we faced. So for example, finding a space is actually extremely hard in Singapore, like finding the right space uh, with the right infrastructure uh, because we don't want to build everything from scratch. We want certain uh, facilities to be in place mm. to ensure that the experience is smooth. And I think from that process, it was actually also quite fun. So I think we recce almost all the possible locations in Singapore already. So we realized that, oh, there are actually a lot of interesting locations in Singapore that you can take up, but they might not have the right infrastructure. So from there, we also learn, learn about uh, sourcing venues. Um, I think the most challenging part was to complete the build in time. Because um, even though we spent a lot of time on finalizing design, but ideas are actually very simple to say at the start. Uh, even if we can compile it nicely and put it into the deck and make sure that everyone uh, every stakeholder understand about their ideas. But when it comes to implementation, people have a lot of questions again. So I think it's that, visualization, uh, it's that visualization throughout the process that has helped me a lot. Uh, I think as the creative lead at that point of time, uh, think, uh, you, have, you, have, you have to sort of control who are the decision makers at, on the site. Because at the space, there are so many people they are trying to help you, right? To build this, build that. You can't build that on your own. But 
it can be a double-edged sword also. You need them, but sometimes you still don't want them to be there because there are so many noises, right, at, on, at a space. So I think it's sort of challenge yourself to be, uh, to think logically on the spot and make decisions that is best at a point of time. Of course, you have to make, uh, of course, the design won't, wouldn't be exactly the same as what you have drawn, uh, even though everything is on scale, but uh, on site, there are improvisations that you're forced to make and you have to be okay with that. And then you move on. Yeah, because I think time was the limiting factor at that point in time. So just to um, talk about this, I think um, when it comes to mm. creating an actual, actual exhibition, uh, mm. a live um, space that we're talking about. I think your the the within the bubble tea factory there were multiple rooms and each room had its own concept. Mm. Um, you know there was your there was even the the pearl pit which I, when I saw it I was like wow it was it's so many you know of your these pearls. Um, mm. But but yeah, so you were mentioning um, that. You know the the implementation stage is also a very difficult stage, and, and it it's the crunch time that you will need to get that out and managing people. Um, mm-hmm. But from you know just to maybe give people, then you also talked about the um, you know sourcing for a space. Maybe is it mm-hmm. possible to give like a a time a rough, just a very rough timeline from the time you guys started out with the idea to it's launched last last year? What was the whole process like? Because I think you know if if I think to some people it'd be like, oh, I just go for an exhibition, but they don't really think about how much time and how much work goes into something like that, right? So maybe you can just share with us a little bit about the the time, how how much time you know was was spent to to from day one all the way to till 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 the the, the launch of the project. Uh, uh, actually, we started thinking about this idea. Uh, I think at the start of last year, so in January. Uh, and half of the team was still in their previous jobs. Mm. <laughs> they only yeah. uh, decided to leave like uh, around May or June. Yeah, so I think at that point of time, all of us are like doubling our roles uh, in terms of uh, because the team is still very small. So all of us have to double up and do more than what is required of our role. Uh, so for but for the design stage, uh, I think we managed to confirm everything by May. But I think it's the venue part that delayed the entire process. But so for example, I think in June, we almost signed with another venue, but we only managed, managed to co- confirm the final venue by July. Mm. So I think we were only given like maybe two weeks, one or two weeks turnaround to change the entire floor plan <laughs> to the real uh to the venue. So that's why planning at the start is very important. Like what you want in the space, uh what story you want to tell. Uh, that is very important. So even if there are a lot of things that are ch- changing, right, you put that plan and adapt to the situation. So that is also something that I learned. Mm. Uh, so planning is actually important cannot emphasize more. So at the start, uh, that has helped us to make decisions in a more logical and organized manner because you want you really know that you want this in that particular room. If the venue cannot give you that, what can you take up? Right? So that helped us to make decisions quicker and waste lesser time because we don't have much time already. 
So I think that period uh, was really fixing the layout, then redraw the entire layout again, and then finally ordering the materials and we start building uh, from, I think, September. Sorry, August, August. This is September, 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 then October, then we launched. Mm. So we took about three weeks to build. Yeah, yeah. but okay. yeah. Uh, before that, we were waiting for materials and there are some things that we have to build on uh, in the factory first and then and finally shifting to the venue. Mm. Yeah, so be three months, then yeah, around, around three months. Okay. From July to October. Mm. Uh, so then, um, also in terms of the the part of that logistics, you know, you talk about um, some of the manufacturing that had to be, had to be done. Um, did anybody in the team prior to the bubble tea factory already have experience, you know, with these vendors beforehand, or was this something mm. that you guys had to do? you know, from scratch, like, oh, find the vendors, who's who's going to provide me, you know, mm. this material, um, you know, uh, that paint, um, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a whole lot of work, but, um, you know, who, was, was there anybody who already had the experience or was there something that you already, you all had to really, um, uh, learn on, 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 on the job while, while, you know, during that July period? Mm. Uh, I, Actually, none of us have the experience, mm-hmm. like in terms of like the professional build. Mm. Yeah, so that was actually also a challenge for us. So I think we really go into things, we really do things blindly, like we don't think too much about it. But we know that we have to uh, complete the product. So I think that has helped us to overcome a lot of things as well. Uh, I think maybe two of us have some experience running events. And managing vendors, uh, so that part is actually not very different from managing like our logistic partners. Uh, it's just that the skill is a lot bigger, and of course more technical. So there are a lot of things that we have to learn on the spot. So even for me, right at the start, all I wanted to do at the start, to be honest, was just to design. But in the end, I had to talk to like electrician, mm-hmm. your plumber, uh, a lot of like technical uh, stuff that I wasn't exposed to, but that is actually also part of design, something that I wasn't uh, aware of. So, but that kind of design is more technical and specific, uh, but I realized that uh, as long as you get used to it, uh, it's okay. But at the start, of course, I was actually overwhelmed with all this information because uh, it's something that I really have to learn from scratch. And the learning curve is actually very steep at the start. Uh, so, but I realized it's, I also realized that it's also part and parcel of the process. And after I get used to it, I start to enjoy the process more. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, um, I think, I think a lot of uh, designers, uh, when we go to school, right, um, yeah. we, we talk about, you know, creating concepts, ideas, and um, a lot of us are not exposed to, um, I think, the realities of running a project, you know. And, and, mm. and, and you know, I, I, I can say for myself that, you know, this, you know, working with vendors, having to find a vendor or decide which vendor to pick, 
um, you know, um, you know, uh, deciding which which um, which man- manufacturer in terms of all these things. I mean, I'm I I have I haven't done an exhibition, you know, like what you've done, but you know, I think there's there's a lot of work that that goes behind that. That's um, what we typically don't assume as part of the traditional design process there's the digital the design process but there's a whole back end of all these technical things and um, mm. a lot of the logistics stuff that we we need to consider so I think yeah that's 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 very important mm. to 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 talk about yeah so go, just going back a bit to I think your 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 process as an illustrator as an as an artist right mm. um did you feel that this particular project allowed you to explore a lot of your, um, you know, your your creativity, um, you know, with all your different, a lot of your ideas, um, what you were able to see them come to, to reality? Mm-hmm. Or um, did you feel that because of a lot of that logistical, technical stuff, the creativity had to be pulled back a little bit, you know? Did, did you feel that way? Uh, yeah, actually, there's one thing that I learned from the process also. Mm. I realized that there's actually a distinction between art and design mm. in the industry. Uh, this is not something that I was familiar with because at the start, to me, like art is uh, you know, everything or design is so everything. I didn't bother to differentiate it. So I think this is something interesting to me uh, because for me, I wanted to pursue art, right? Like more towards the artist side. Uh, so I want to do like more abstract uh, anger direction but in the design world uh, it is more intentional people want to know you know what message uh, what experience is very specific but I realized that there, there's actually it is actually a good thing to mix the two sides uh, you don't have to be too bothered with that yeah so so that is one thing mm. Yeah, actually, sorry, I forget your question. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I was just talk- talking about. I think the I think what you brought up is is is, is very good. You mm. know, talking about you know the 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 difference between art and design. I think in mm. in class we always we always talk about that. And 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 the then what you mentioned is 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 very accurate because, um, design needs to be intentional. You are trying to get an emotion out of somebody, and there's there's sort of a call to action, right? You want people to mm-hmm. to feel something and and to do something as well, and you're trying to communicate to them something. Um, and whereas sometimes art can be a bit, little bit. There, there's also that communication. You're trying to communicate an an emotion across. Um, mm-hmm. but I guess uh the 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 art aspects, uh, typically like, not to say that it, it can't be, but typically not as functional as as design in that sense, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I guess the the question that I actually uh, uh, I was asking was more of um, you know in terms of your creative process um, um, you know as an artist as an, as an illustrator um, did you feel that um, you know some of these technical uh, or logistic as logistical aspects um, um, have you experienced any hindrance due to some of these technical or some of these logistical aspects have, have has your creative sort of juices and your creativity been hindered in any way due to logistics or, or, or technical uh, aspects mm. yeah yeah okay, okay so i remember what i wanted to say yeah. so <laughs> as okay. i was explaining like art and design right mm. so i wanted to pursue art yeah. uh, but i realized that in property factory we need to be more intentional with the mm. design uh, not everything has to be uh, leave to like people's interpretation 
and we can't afford to do that in the bubbly factory. Mm. Uh, yes, be more like intentional. So I think that gave me like another exposure. Uh, so at the start, I wanted to pursue more of like uh, illustrations or like painting, that kind of art. But I think with uh, the public factory, it actually gives me the opportunity to present my work in the installation manner, like a 3D manner. So this is something that uh, I didn't know of as well at the start. So I think it's something that I gained from the process. Yeah, and I realized that installation is also actually very interesting, right? Uh, because you are dealing with space uh, in, that, in that space in the venue. So space itself, like the concept, is actually also part of art. Like how you want to incorporate that into your installation. So I guess it's a blessing in disguise also. Like as I sort of being stretched to like different angles and it kind of gave me the idea of what I can do in the future. Yes, so I would say that don't limit yourself to like a certain medium because I think there are a lot of people who will tell you that you know you have to stick to a certain style so that you get noticed. But at, during the process, I think you will stop experiment, experimenting. Mm. Uh, I think it's the experimentation that can define you, whether it's like artist or designer. Yeah, I think it's that process that keeps you going, right? And it will eventually show it in your work, so you don't have to be too bothered with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's great. I mean, um, I think uh, I it definitely what you are you're you're telling us is is that you know rather than see these logistical constraints as a hindrance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think as an artist or even as a designer, um, it's about really trying to explore all the different opportunities and all the different types of mediums that can really help you send that message across better, right? Also, mm. um, and also um, help you to interact with the audience better, to send that message across, um, to engage with the audience as, as, as best as possible. So yeah, I think, um, I think stepping out of our comfort zones, mm. you know, through the different mediums that we have, um, you know, because like we, we typically, you know, if I'm, you know, say, let's say typically somebody who's working with 2D, right? You, you know, I, mm. I, I wouldn't think of things like, you know, lighting, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the real world or even sound, right? How the sound sort of react to that uh, or physical objects moving and things like that and, and, and touch, right? So, um, which actually is a, is a good point because uh, actually uh, the, the next question I wanted to sort of uh, touch upon was actually um, um, in your exhibition in um, at Studio Cora. Um, mm-hmm. One of the main themes that you spoke about was was senses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how do you feel that um, you know? Our, do you do you think that you know? As human beings, we we don't engage with our senses as much, or do you feel that we? We, we need to, you know, be in touch with our senses a little bit more. You know, from your exhibition, I think you were talking about, um, you know, nature, you're talking about your daily lives and you're talking about, you mm-hmm. know, engaging with the senses, right? Um, what was that message that you were trying to tell, you know, uh, people at the end of the day through, through that exhibition of senses? Uh, I think um, it's actually not really senses, uh, but I guess for senses, uh, fundamentally, when we, when I was designing, right, I realized that I think there's always this quote that stuck with me, like, people will forget what you say, what you do, but people will remember how you make them feel. Mm. So I think 
whether it's art or design, I think uh, this is something that I always wanted to implement it. Uh, as for the exhibition in Studio Korea, it's more of like going through your daily life, like the little things, right? So the little things can be your five senses that you already have because not everyone has that. Uh, and the ability to go through like uh, doing different things at different points of time. So the exhibition actually explores like what you do at 10, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 p.m., and so on and so, uh, so on uh, within a day. So it really forces you to think about the little things that you have, you have been doing, but you are not uh, really thankful for uh, at the point of time because it's really given to you. But when you're forced to think about it, uh, I think especially in these like COVID times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you will be happier and be more grateful about your life. I think this is the message that mm-hmm. I want to do across the people yeah yeah that's a very mm. important message i mean i think a lot of us live in this world now mm. and i think the word that comes to mind when you talk about this is i think it's it's having that appreciation right um mm. having that appreciation for for you know something as basic as our five senses um you know the the, the world you're living in uh, the country that you're born in and so and so forth the family that you have um you know i think that's something that's uh you know quite quite uh, quite important for 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 all of us to to think about yeah so yeah uh, apologies because I, I when I was reading through I, I it came to me the the whole idea of the your five senses so that's that struck that struck me a little quite quite a bit you know oh, uh, yeah yeah okay, so that, okay. that's the part that, that struck me quite a bit um, and that's what I took from when I looked through the the art pieces and and I think you know when I see your work uh, through your website as well through your Instagram um, you also talk about the you know like you said the daily lives and the daily activities mm-hmm. that you do right so um, and yeah I think sometimes when when we are working when we're doing our things uh, you know when we're engaging with people um, there's all of these little things that we do little interactions that we have that happen and 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 when you sit back and think about it actually it, these small things that we typically don't think twice about they actually do contribute to 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 our you know our growth our experiences mm. our perspectives quite a bit right yeah mm. um so think, yeah sorry you're saying yeah i think i think um it's interesting to think about all these things uh because you can actually incorporate all these little things into your design or art mm. because it's what matters to everyday people uh if you want to make it more relatable to people mm. uh what are the things that people go through and there's small things you can dig deeper and allow people to have that conversation with your pieces. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's so, so important. Yeah. And I mean, something as, as, as I guess, as, as common as bubble tea, right? You know, I, I would imagine mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, we... We we don't we typically don't think twice about it too much, but you know when we see it, then it'll be like yeah, actually there's such a great love and desire for 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 bubble tea. So I think that was what 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 struck me as well with the the bubble tea factory, which is mm-hmm. we we go through every day and we 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 everybody buys you know I think you know millions of people buy bubble tea on a daily basis mm-hmm. like, you know, around the world, right? But um, it it just becomes so uh, so uh, so part of our culture, you know, our different cultures and our activities that, um, that yeah, there's, there's really a, a, a deep, deep ingraining of, of, of these, you know, 
things that we do, like drinking bubble tea that's part of our daily lives. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually, I think, um, I also wanted to, to, to ask about that, which was, um, you know, was that, was that the f- based on the bubble tea factory and, you know, based on this, you know, something that's so, um, so common to everyday people of, of, of us in Singapore and, you know, around Asia as well. Um, was that the response that most of the, that the visitors had as well, you know, based on, 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 on the feedback that they were giving to you from the bubble tea factory? Like, like you know, this is, you know, it really highlights um, the significance of something that we typically, um, you know, uh, take for granted on a day-to-day basis. But, you know, when we really see it, it's, you know, it really highlights the importance on our, on our lives. Mm. Um, I think we didn't really uh, express it like blatantly, uh, but the message of a happy place uh, is actually quite apparent to a lot of them. So I think we was happy to hear that uh, they were really happy after exploring all the installations. So I think that sort of fulfilled our intention. Mm-hmm. But I think as visitors uh, go through all the installations and approach to the end, right, there is actually an installation that uh, asks questions like, for example, if there's one last bubble tea in the world, who will you share with? Right. So it's that uh, thankfulness or appreciation message that we want to send across at the end. Mm-hmm. So they walk away thinking that, oh, actually, if without my mom, I wouldn't have drink my first bubble tea. Mm-hmm. Or my first bubble tea is actually like blue coral flavor, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this is something that uh, they can think about and reflect mm-hmm. as they leave the exhibition. Right? So we didn't really plan it at the start yeah. or chewed up, but we put it at the end. Yeah, that's that's quite impactful. I mean, um, it's quite it's very nice that you know, um, as our conversation goes, I I, I can start to see all these different connections happening, right? Mm-hmm. A happy place, um, our day to day activities, appreciating the small things, um, acknowledging the people around us, um, you know, and and I think you know all of these 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 things seem to be. Um, I think happening throughout all the work works that you're doing, right? Which I think there's mm-hmm. that there really there there's a quite a clear theme, um, you know, of of our daily lives about appreciation, about happiness that you you, you seem to be, um, uh, it seems to be coming through in a lot of the work that you you you're you're working mm-hmm. on and engaging with. Do you think as a person, um, and I guess your perspective on the world, you know, that, 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 that this I- message of happiness and appreciation is something that, you know, the world needs to hear, you feel? Do you feel that's the, the thing? And, and, or, you know, is it more like we're not really, um, we're not really a happy society and we need to look mm-hmm. for the little happy things? Um, I think it's okay to be sad as well. I think we cannot expect people to be happy throughout. Hmm. If not, I think it will lose the meaning of happiness. Mm. Then people have to go through like sadness, anger, then realize that, oh, they're actually happy in this moment. Uh, but I think more importantly is like be more conscious of yourself, like be aware of your emotions. Because sometimes, you know, of because of certain things that happen to you, you might lose yourself in that moment. Uh, so you have to analyze your feelings, like why are you feeling sad at this moment? why are you feeling happy at this moment? Uh, I think it's that analysis that we don't really do it for ourselves. We tend to do it uh, on others, right? Like we always ask, like, you know, why is this friend sad? But uh, we don't ask ourselves, why are we sad? Mm. Right? So I think it's that kind of uh, questioning. Are we not really reflecting, but more like introspective like, thoughts. Mm. 
mm. that you should have within yourself. And uh, I think that will eventually make you a happier person. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So um, I, I guess, you know, now that the, the, the bubble tea factory um, uh, um, project is, is uh, uh, finished at Scape, right? The last location in the US. Uh, what are the future plans um, that are, or what are the upcoming next projects that people can be, can look forward to from, from, from your team? Mm. Um, we wanted to expand the bubble tea factory overseas, but I think because of the current situation, uh, that has to be delayed. So we still hope that we can bring the bubble tea factory brand overseas mm. and share the love of bubble tea right with all our fans o- around the world. Uh, and also, we also want to create like new concepts. Uh, beyond bubble tea factory, there are also things in the pipeline that mm. we want to execute. Uh, so I think you can look out for that. Yeah, yeah, we will, we will. So we will definitely follow the. Well, I'll put the link in the descriptions for mm-hmm. for Kissing's website, um, the the El Manso uh, pages and all the social media accounts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will definitely go into um the um the process. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I like to you know I think. Uh, like to thank uh cursing for her time you know today we really i think the 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 interesting thing has always has 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 been her journey so far to to get to where she 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 is you know running all these different projects and all the exciting upcoming projects that she has with the team um and i think her process i think i think her process was something that 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 really really struck me in terms of um having this this core idea that you know that surrounded around the idea of, of happiness of you know introspective thinking mm. um, and I think that's something that, that most of us as designers also um, have to think about right you know appreciate the small things um, you know be a bit more not necessarily just reflective but you know uh, you know uh, uh, also appreciative to a certain extent and you know acknowledging things that are happening to you on a daily mm. aspect um, but yeah I guess before we go off you know cursing do you have any um, I guess um, tips or do you have any um, things you want to sort of end off with for our listeners who maybe you know are designers who are on their journey as, as designers um, you know anything that you want to maybe uh, share and, and let them know about mm, um, I think it's more of what you want in your life right so I think for me even though I'm not design trained or expo- or or I receive an art education I think uh, I think things happen for a reason. Like what you have gained from the start has will help you at the end. Like it will make sense uh, at the end of the day. So for example, I came from the business background, right? So that has helped me to plan for budget, uh, project management, like, but in the creative uh, industry. So uh, don't be so upset that you don't have this skill or whatever skill, but just trust the process that you will turn out okay at the end. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's the message I want to send. That's good. Yeah, yeah. This is a very good uh, message because um, I mean, I think like we were mentioning at the start, right? A lot of the skills mm. we can always pick up later on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as long as you did something you you really want to do, stick with that core message that you have. What's that real, uh, intended message that you're trying to tell people, or what's that in, uh, intention that you're trying to share? Um, that's you know, uh, that's something that we need to always stick to, lah. Right. So mm. so yeah, I, I definitely also will. Uh, 
uh, have to acknowledge and say that yeah, I mean, I have to you know learn the skills as I go along, you know, and um, keep learning. You know, uh, what I think they always say, you know, be a lifelong learner, right? You know, once you mm-hmm. once you get, stop learning, then that's where the the journey will end for a lot of people. Yeah. All right. So I guess um, uh, that's uh, that's all for for this episode. You know, thank you very much, uh, Kersing, for sharing with mm-hmm. us your your journey with the bubble tea factory, um, your your studio Kura, um, residency, um, and your journey as an artist today. Um, and yeah, please 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 do um keep in touch if you want to connect with 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 Kersing and uh, El Manso, her team as well with the bubble tea factory. Please do uh connect them through uh, connect with them through the links in the description and yeah thank you very much for listening and we will see you at the next episode thank you bye mm. see you okay that sounds good thanks for you that too.